Praise the Lord, everyone. It's an honor to be back here with you all. And uh, I am just so excited about the privilege to be here with you. So glad to uh, uh, see my friends, uh, uh, brother, the Wright family, Brother David and Brother Joel Wright. So thankful for them. Give honor unto Bishop Wright. Give honor unto you all. Hallelujah. It is definitely an honor to be back here. And uh, I've looked forward to this time with great excitement. So I'm just going to relax. I ask you to relax with me. Go ahead and be seated. And this church has been a huge support to the work of the Lord in the CIS and Baltic Republics. That's the Commonwealth of Independent States and uh, the Baltic Republics. And uh, I'm so thankful for what the Lord has been able to do there. We have an incredible, incredible team. Just to give you a little bit of uh, understanding of that area of the world, it's 11 time zones long. And it is a huge area of the world. You can fit the United States of America into a 2.26 times. I have to, uh, I'm, I'm so thankful that there are six missionaries that are there today uh, from the United States. There are two national missionaries there today. But imagine uh, just five people being sent to North America to reach it for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and to see everyone saved. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, God has been so gracious, and from 1992 until now, the, the work there has grown from zero to over 200 churches and preaching points, and that area of the world, the Lord has done such an amazing, amazing work, and uh, so thankful for the Wrights, Brother David Wright and Brother Joel Wright, who were there with us in Central Asia. We had a wonderful time, uh, actually a very uh, exciting time, <laughs> I was going to say funny, but <laughs> we had a wonderful time. Uh, we faced a lot of devils and a lot of people, and uh, the Lord really blessed us in a great, great way. And uh, uh, I'm so thankful for what the Lord is doing in Central Asia. And just, uh, just in the last month, uh, we had a gypsy pastor come into the fullness of truth. And uh, through that man, hallelujah, fifth, about 15 churches are coming in through him. And uh, we're very, very excited. He is right now in Central Asia, helping and uh, bringing about uh, five or six churches in into Central Asia. We've been wanting to open up the country of Kazakhstan. So thankful that the team there, the Lord has used them in a great, great way. And uh, this year they will have opened up the country of Kazakhstan with about five brand new churches due to everything that the Lord is doing in that area of the world. So thank God for what he has done. When we were there, uh, 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 seems like about last month or so, but actually was uh, several, uh, a couple years ago. No, that was it last year? <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the, since that time, the Lord has done an incredible work. I was able to be there um, about three weeks ago. While we were there, we went into a village, and there, were, um, there was uh, 12 men that wanted to be baptized in Jesus' name. We took them to the river, and we preached to them. They got baptized in Jesus' name. The river was too deep to walk out into the river, so we just held their hands and dunked them over the side in Jesus' name, pulled them out, and it was a crazy time. Some of the ministers almost fell in, but uh, thank God I grabbed one of the belts of one of those ministers and saved one of them at least. And, uh, and afterwards, we preached again. The Lord filled 11 of them with the baptism of the Holy Spirit right there beside the river in the woods. We had such an amazing time. And uh, so excited for what the Lord is doing in that area of the world. 
and uh, we give God praise. The country of Latvia is so thankful for the Roberts and their ministry, and they came to Latvia since that time of being there. Um, uh, Brother Brian Roberts and I were just talking about uh, one of the men who took care of our immigration work, who's our lawyer there. Uh, he came into the truth. He was baptized uh, around three years ago, and uh, uh, he received the Holy Ghost about two and a half years ago. Since that time, he's become the national pastor for the city of Riga and went up into the north as well and started another church there. And God has used him in an incredible, incredible work, uh, incredible way for the work there in the nation of Latvia. The team there is doing a great job. Uh, the AIM team is really the ones that are reaching out and reaching the country. And nationals are being raised up and, and continuing to spread the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. They uh, were invited into a Baptist church to minister there. They've been preaching there on one God and baptism in Jesus' name and receiving the Holy Spirit. And God is beginning to do a great work into that Baptist church, and we're so excited for what God's done. Just recently, there we've received an open door from the chaplain, not just the, uh, the U.S. chaplain, but also the Latvian chaplain, to come and start a military church in the country of Latvia. We've had several hundred Americans coming in, American soldiers coming in, to help uh, in what is happening there and to be like a, uh, a buffer between what is happening in Russia and in the Baltic Republics. And so we give God thanks for this opportunity to be able to preach the gospel into that military base. And we give God thanks for that. Just recently I was in Perm, Russia, where we opened up a brand new district. We had some ministers that came. And uh, uh, we have about 15 churches in that new district. And uh, so excited for around 10 ministers that were there. And we had a great time with a ministerial conference at the end. Uh, as I was finishing preaching, it was the last message. We were doing some teaching. There happened to be two guests that were there as well. And so uh, we had about 10 minutes and they were going to be kicking us out of the hall. And uh, um, we decided to have a quick altar call for those two guests. And they wanted the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But we only had 10 minutes to pray for them to receive the Holy Ghost. And the Lord filled them in about five minutes. So we were so thankful for that, excited. And so um, we were in, in the city of Moscow. City of Moscow has around 20 million people, and there we were doing a seminar. We were teaching revival by design there, and there were some ministers that had invited us to come. And at the end, uh, one of the pastors came to me, and he's uh, he's got a lot of influence in Moscow. He said, "Brother Schutz, he says I like this strategy. I, I, I this is from the Lord." He said, "However." If you will not preach one God in baptism in Jesus' name, we will do this strategy. I said, well, this is the power of the strategy. You take away that, you have nothing. But thanks be to God that this gypsy pastor was there, and he embraced the revelation of one God, baptism in Jesus' name. And through him, God is reaching into many nations in the former Soviet Union, the CIS and Baltic Republics. I'm so thankful for what the Lord has done there. In the last four years... CIS and Baltic Republic, there's been about 50 churches uh, and preaching points that have been launched in that area of the world. And the Lord is picking up the speed. New ministers are being trained all across the CIS and Baltic Republics. And we give God praise for such a, an incredible team. And uh, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the governing of the Holy Spirit in that area of the world to be able to reach over 300 million people with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I would ask you to stand with me, if you will. Again, I give honor under the leadership here and uh, so thankful to be here. Thank you for giving to the work of the Lord. Thank you for your vision, for your burden.
your desire to see people saved. This is what it's all about. Seeing people come into the kingdom of God. Seeing people baptized in Jesus' name. Seeing them filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Seeing their lives change today. Uh, I, I do have a little bit of a question today and a little thing that worries my mind. Some people, sometimes we come just to hear a good message and be entertained a little bit, maybe have a little bit of a show, but I have to be honest with you today, I'm not here to give you a show. I'm not here to entertain, but I have a word from God for you. But I have to say this, this thing that worries me, this thing that bothers me, and that is that we want to be changed by the power of God. We say maybe this is the day that I will be changed. But I want to tell you today that you will not be changed today unless you make a commitment that in your mind, I will be changed today and I will do things differently. We've got to make a commitment to God this day. God will not change you by feeling goosebumps or by feeling the joy of the Holy Ghost. It's when you make up in your mind that I'm going to repent of my sin. I'm going to give my life totally and completely to God. We don't have time, United States of America. We don't have time in the world to get today to play pat a cake and play all kinds of games. This is a serious business of life or death. Hallelujah. So today I don't want to preach anything new, but I want to preach the most powerful message and that is the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm just going to say it again because I'm not sure if, I, if I'm really believing what I'm sensing. The power of the gospel. We've heard it many times. But the Lord did not send out His disciples to simply exhibit His power and heal the sick. Signs and wonders came because they preached the power of the gospel, which is the power of God unto salvation. I am moved today with an incredible urgency in my spirit to preach the gospel. I've been preaching for over 20 years, preaching, preaching, preaching. But the most powerful message we can preach today is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that's where people are healed. That's where people are delivered. There is no new revelation. There is still only one God. His name is Jesus Christ. There is the blood that has the power to wash away our sins. There is still only the blood of Jesus Christ. There is the power of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This gospel is the power of God and the salvation. And when we preach this gospel, all of hell trembles at the power of this gospel. Hallelujah. So from north to south to east and west, we will not cease to preach in the name of Jesus. From the north to the south to the east and the west, we will not cease to preach the power of God unto salvation. That is where miracle signs and wonders begin to happen. That's where my life is changed. If you preach any other gospel, let him be accursed. We can't add to it. We can't take away from it. But it is the power that will keep you saved. Hallelujah. I want us to read in Romans chapter 1 verse 16. We've been talking about it. I want us to read it. 
Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Today I'm filled with a passion, with a desire to preach the gospel wherever God sends me. I'm not a servant of men and women, but I'm a servant of God to feed people what God gives me to speak. Not just behind a pulpit, but wherever I go every single day, there's got to be a lifestyle of preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. If we can have a lifestyle of preaching the gospel, we will live in the power of the miraculous of the Spirit of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I want us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I would bind everything that would try to hinder your will from being accomplished today. I would bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Father, let your Holy Spirit cover us today. I ask for a revival in our spirits. I pray for the anointing power of your spirit to rest upon us in this place. That you will strengthen us, God, today. That you will set us free from anything that would hinder us. Anything that would get a hold of our minds. Anything that would try to distract us. Anything that would try to infiltrate our souls or our hearts, our spirits. I would ask you to set us free today by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. And Father, as we preach the gospel of Christ today, which is the miraculous power of God into salvation, I ask you to open eyes to see. I ask you to open ears to hear what thus saith the word of God. What the Spirit is speaking to us today, God. I ask you to revive within us your Spirit and that your Spirit will begin to flow through us like rivers of living water, we pray. In the name of Jesus, let's clap our hands unto God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God bless you. you. May be seated. I was preaching in a um, in a uh, post office one day. <laughs> they gave us the opportunity to preach in the post office, and so we were preaching. We assembled some people there that day. We began to preach the power of the gospel, the blood of Jesus, the love of God, how God so loved the world that he was manifest in the flesh and gave his life for us. As I was preaching the gospel, the Lord said to me, Mark, I will heal everybody here today to prove that what you preach today is truth. There in that post office, I had an altar call. And the Lord healed every single one of them. In the country of Belarus, we were trying to preach secretly. Because in the city of Mogilov, there was a lot of KGB. And people were trying to find those that were preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we chose this one building. And we went and we asked the administrator if we could minister the gospel in one of their halls. They said, okay, go ahead. Now we're trying to hide from the KGB. We don't want them to hear about us preaching the gospel. And we began to preach the gospel in that building. The administrator gave us the, the ability to preach there or gave us the open door to preach there. We would go to every door and we would knock and we would invite them to come. And sometimes we'd have quite a few people in that place. And God began to deliver people and began to heal people, fill people with the Holy Spirit. And come to find out a couple months later, 
we were actually using the building where most of the KGB were living. <laughs> but the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ has the power to set people free, has the power to deliver us, has the power to keep us safe. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4. I want to read verses 23 through 25. Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. His fame went throughout Syria and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments and those that were possessed with devils those uh, and those that were lunatic and those that had the palsy and he healed them. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee, from Decapolis and from... Uh, and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan. Jesus preached the gospel. And as he preached the gospel, miracles began to happen. Why? Going back to Israel. Israel was in slavery. And the Lord sent Moses to preach the gospel to the Israelites who were in slavery. He didn't send Moses to do signs or miracles. He sent Moses to preach the gospel of deliverance. But Moses said, what if they don't believe? And God said, I will give you signs. And through those signs, they will believe. When the Lord sent out his disciples, he gave them authority and power over every sickness and every disease. But he didn't send them just to heal the sick. He sent them to preach deliverance. He sent them to preach the gospel. And signs followed them as they preached. He confirmed the word with signs following. Amen. When I think about the vision of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I think about this every single day, I think about his vision, his desire to see absolutely everybody saved. When I think about the mission to fulfill the vision, it is the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We can build huge buildings, have phenomenal music, but it does not take the place of the power of the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The vision. And so I began to look within myself does my vision align with his vision? We live in a world today that has so many distractions. Our cell phones can do up almost everything. They can almost drive your vehicle. We have so many distractions. Years ago, in order for me to send an email, I had to go write something and send it to the post office from Belarus to get it to the United States in a month. That was my email. Today, I send an email and I get an answer, God forbid, within an hour. And I've got to answer it. Not just one of those, but I may send out tens of them in one day. And we get piled on with distraction after distraction after distraction until it steals the very vision 
of winning souls. And what happens? We settle into complacency, waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we cease to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what we say? Leave it to the pastor. But the preaching of the gospel is for the church, you and me. It is the power of God to save your neighbor. To save your neighborhood. To save your city. To save your city. To save your county. And to save your soul. But you know what we do so many times? We come to the house of God. We wait for that text message from that friend. We may put it on silent, on the mute, but we look at it every five minutes to check and see, did we receive that message? What about the power of God that is able to save your soul? We become so distracted with life that we cease to worry every day or we cease to think about the power of the gospel that is able to save our nation and our world. I was thinking this morning, I was thinking about this wonderful church, the vision that Bishop Wright talked to this church about and the desire to win a 100,000 souls. It will not happen by accident. It is through the power of the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It won't happen in this building. It will happen through you, through me, as we preach every single day the power of God and the salvation. I'm stirred today with a passion of preaching the gospel. Not about watering it down, not about compromising it, because this, this gospel is the most powerful message that we can preach. It shook the known world from north to south, the east and the west. It turned cities upside down. They said, quit preaching in the name of Jesus, but they kept preaching and city after city kept getting turned upside down. I wonder. What would happen if we aligned our vision with God's? What would happen? But Brother Schutz, we've got to be educated. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> we've got to do this. We've got to do that. But what's your priority? Is your priority the same priority as Jesus Christ? Are you willing to be crucified with him so that his power can live in you and shake your city and your world? Hallelujah. Yes, you can be changed today. Yes, you can be set free today. Yes, you can be healed today. But it takes a commitment. God wants a commitment from me. God wants a commitment from you because that is the only way we can be changed. I can't change you. The greatest preacher cannot change you. God himself cannot change you if you don't want it. We've got to make it up in our minds 
Today is the day of salvation. The power of the gospel remains the same. I can be changed today. Hallelujah. By the power of the Spirit of God and the word of the Lord, the blood of Jesus Christ, the power of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The vision, the mission. Am I on a mission daily? You know what? I understand this is not a popular message. You know why? Because we have to get pushed out of our comfort zone. We're not comfortable hearing about doing something. We've got too much to do. Then are we true Christians? Are we truly Christ-like? God's heart is burdened today with your neighbor. God's heart is burdened. He's looking for somebody who will say, God, your vision is mine. I embrace it. Your mission is mine. What do you do on a daily basis? How do you, what do you think about every day? What motivates you? What is your passion? What is your purpose in life? It's the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Truly our carnality is the enemy of Almighty God. Truly our carnality, truly our distractions, truly our spirituality and pride is contrary to the Lord. When He asks us to humble Himself, take His vision, take His mission, and make it a priority. So how many souls have you won last week to Jesus Christ? How many people were baptized in Jesus' name as a result of you preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? How many people were healed because you were preaching the gospel? How have you impacted your world? How have you changed your world? You know there is a real hell, there is a real lake of fire, and hell hath enlarged itself to receive another soul today. Today, as hundreds of people are rushed into eternity today, who will hear the call of God? Who will listen to the voice of God? And who will receive his word and make his vision theirs and his mission theirs? Hallelujah. 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 This is not a popular message, I understand. But I have not come to entertain Thank you, Brother Joel Wright. Thank you, Brother David Wright, Bishop Wright, for allowing me to come. But what I see today when I look at you is a great army. And nothing can stop you if you believe. God has raised this church up. And this church has impacted the world. It has touched the world. But have you? Have you? Hallelujah. This is what I dream about every day. This is what I think about every day. I'm just sharing with you my heart. What God put into my heart. The preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where blinded eyes are open. That's where deaf ears are open. We got to bring everything into alignment with Christ Jesus as a true Christian. Hallelujah. For me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ.
That's what we live for. As Christians, that will, that's what we live for. Could we truly live for God if we lost everything? Would we blame God or would we give Him thanks? Would we continue to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? This is what it's all about. Let's close our eyes and just talk to Him just for a few moments. Father, we thank You, Jesus, for the power of the gospel. Deliverance, healing, it all came at a great cost through the blood of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, you gave up everything that I could have life. You suffered and died. You were beaten. You were, you were beat upon. You were whipped. You were hung upon a cross, Lord Jesus, so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. Lord, I don't want to take for granted what you have done for me. I want to remember every day what you've done for me. I never want to take for granted what moment, uh, one day of what you have done, oh Lord Jesus Christ. But my eyes are upon you, Lord Jesus. I lay everything aside, every distraction, everything that would exalt itself above the knowledge of the Almighty God. Any God that I placed in my life that is higher than you, any priority in my life that is higher than the priority of your vision and your mission, oh Lord, that I could live in Christ Lord God that I could be crucified with Christ that you may live and be glorified in my life and through me hallelujah the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ just the mention of the name of Jesus can open blinded eyes but where's the commitment the mention of the name of Jesus has the power to open deaf ears. But where is your commitment? The power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The name of Jesus. Speaking the name of Jesus can set you free from whatever sin, whatever addiction in your life that binds you. The mention of the name of Jesus. The mention of the name of Jesus can heal you of arthritis right now. Just the whisper of the name of Jesus can cure you of any sickness and any disease. But we take His name for granted so many times. We become distracted with the things of the world, not knowing that within us is the power of the gospel, that within us is the power of the creator that has the power to change our neighborhood, has the power to change our city, has the power to change our world. And then what do we start doing? We start whining and complaining when something bad happens. I say to you, keep preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul was beaten. The Apostle Paul was shipwrecked. But he kept preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't be distracted by the problems of the world. Don't be distracted by your financial difficulties. Don't be distracted by your family problems. Get our priorities straight. And align our vision with His. Our purpose with His purpose. Our mission with His. That's where it's at. That's what will change our world. This is what burdens me every single day. 
And I want it to continue to burden me every day. So it becomes my purpose and my motivation, my lifestyle. That I'm always looking for the opportunity to minister the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I want to be stirred today, Father, by your spirit and a reminder of the power of your spirit in my life. The reminder of the power of the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We say, where are the signs? Where are the wonders? Where are the miracles? But I say to you, where are the workers? Where are the preachers of the gospel? Where are the preachers of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bring you a word from God Almighty today to remind you, to remind you of the vision that has been given to you, to remind you of the importance of the gospel, of daily evangelism, of daily preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. May the Holy Spirit sweep into our universities. May the Holy Spirit sweep into restaurants. May the Holy Spirit sweep into our neighborhoods, but it will not happen without the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It will not happen without your testimony. It will not happen without the blood of Jesus. It will not happen without the baptism of the Holy Spirit of God and of power. As I drove up today, I looked at that tent. That tent is so small. Why? Why could it not be bigger? Why could we not get a bigger tent? But I say to you, why can't we have more preachers? If we leave this place, what will you do with the limited time you have between now and tonight? Will you go and preach the gospel? Or will you go to take a nap someplace and wait for revival to come to the tent tonight? Because revival does not happen by chance. It happens when somebody preaches the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are only, there are people that only you can reach. There are people that only you can touch. But what will you do with the time that you have between now and tonight? If we truly believe that the Lord said, I come quickly. Well, what if he meant he was coming tonight? How would you change your time this day? Revival is not coming 
Revival is here within us when daily we seek Him. When His vision becomes my vision and His mission becomes mine, that's when true revival comes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read Isaiah 53. Verses 1 through 5. Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form or, nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed it not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. The power of the gospel. The power of the gospel is not to be taken lightly. For it is the blood of Jesus Christ. It is the beatings that he took upon his back so that I could be healed. It's not to be taken lightly. It is the power. It is the miraculous power of God that saves my soul. And every day I visit it again and again and again and again and again. For it is the power that saves me. It is in that power that I live. But if you cease to preach the gospel... How can you live in the gospel? If you cease to preach the gospel, if you cease to open your mouth about the great things that God has done, how can you live as an overcomer? It's simply a reminder from the Lord today of the power of the gospel that He wants us to preach every single day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We pray God save my neighbor, but please send somebody else. God, please save my city, but send somebody else. Oh God, please raise up these ministers. <laughs> don't we do that? Raise, Use them greatly, God, so I don't have to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Distractions. Our vision. Our mission. We have to bring it back in alignment with the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to read another scripture. 2 Peter chapter 1. Verses 2 through 4. Some people say, I've been baptized in Jesus' name. My sins have been washed away. I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. But my life has not been changed. Well, I ask you why? What has happened? What has changed in your life? Second Peter chapter 1 verses 2 through 4. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. According as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, 
that by these he might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. If you want to live an overcoming life, it comes through the divine nature of the Almighty God. It takes the daily renewal of the inner man. It takes a sacrifice. It takes us pushing back the distractions and saying, God, I'm going to put you first today. It takes renewing of the spirit of the almighty God within us. That's how you will escape the lust of the flesh. Through the power of the spirit of God by the divine nature of the almighty God. Hallelujah. The power of the gospel. Our response to that gospel. Repent. You want your life to be changed? Are you struggling with sin in your life? Are you struggling with distractions in your life? Are you barely able to breathe because of the distractions around you and because of sin that is bombarding your life every single day? You can escape that by the divine nature of the Almighty God. The power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Freedom. Freedom from sin. Freedom from shame. Freedom from the power of satanic influence by the divine nature of the Almighty God that comes through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I want you to close your eyes with me again. I want to pray for you. Lord Jesus, you see every heart. Everything is open before you. You are the one that looks into every heart and knows every thought, knows every feeling, knows every action. And Father, there are people here today that are needing to make commitments, God, before you. But Lord, as you have spoken to us earlier, nothing will happen. There will no change will take place in any life today without a commitment from you, God. Lord, our lives will not be changed without us making a commitment before you and saying, Lord, I'm wrong. I was living in sin. I was doing this. I was doing that. I repent of that. I make a commitment to you, God, today to surrender my will to you. I make a commitment, God, to you again this day. Restore my strength by your power. God, deliver me from the influence of the world. Set me free by your divine nature. Let your blood again cleanse me from all sin. Set me free, God, today. Set me free, God, today. I surrender my will, my life, completely and totally to you, God, that you will be able to do what you desire to do in my life today. I ask you, Lord, set us free today in the name of Jesus. Let your Holy Spirit begin to move amongst us, O oh God. All across this auditorium, God, again, today, O oh Lord Jesus, as we surrender our will to you, God, today, as you again breathe new life into us today by your Holy Spirit, that by your divine nature, we would escape the sin that is in this world, O oh Lord, and be set free by the power of your Holy Spirit. I pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus name Jesus atala koroma hasala koroma repande ramende kaso no hota ya rabakasa in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I want us begin to call upon the Lord right now call upon him 
Call upon him. Call upon him. If there's anything in your life that has distracted you from his vision. If there's anything in your life that has distracted you from his mission. If there's something in your life. Something in your life that has taken a hold upon you. That has destroyed you. That has caused confusion in your life. That has distorted your vision. Repent of it. Bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, I surrender my will to you, God, today. My life I give totally and completely to you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I give you my life. I give you my will in Jesus' name. What God loves the most out of us is a broken heart, a broken spirit, one that says, God, not what I want. Not what I desire, but what you want of me. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's the blood of Jesus. I never want to take for granted the gospel. I never want to take for granted the blood of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the power of God and the salvation. In the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, your life will not be changed today without a commitment from Him to Him, making that commitment to God. Your life will not be changed today unless you make that commitment to God. Nothing in your life will change. Your mindset will not change without making a commitment to God. Your spirit will not be changed without making a commitment to God. Your heart, your emotions, your spirit will not be changed unless you let him change you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. My will, Father, I surrender to you, God. My life I give to you, God. I understand, Father, coming to this place today does not make me a Christian. My attendance in the house of God one day a week does not make me a Christian. What makes me a Christian is if I'm totally sold out 100% to you and I align my vision with yours, my mission with your mission, my life with your life, and that your life would be visible in me, that your power would be manifested in my life, that I would be like Christ in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. 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 The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. I can feel the Lord speaking to your heart. There are some of you that are resisting what the Lord is wanting to do. 
Some are saying later, 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 I'll do it. But the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. Do not resist Him. Don't resist Him. He's everything. He's the creator of the world. What could be more important than being in the presence of the Almighty God? What could be more important than being in the presence of the angels of God, the presence of the Holy One? There's nothing more important than what is happening right here, right now. But God's speaking to your heart. Will you make the commitment? Will you say, here I am, Lord. Develop me, teach me, train me, mentor me. Help me to be like you. Hallelujah. Here's what the Lord wants to do next. If you struggle with problems in your mind, you struggle with emotional problems, it's okay. We're in the presence of God. I want to tell you what the Lord will do for you right now. God wants to set you free and heal your mind. He wants to heal your emotions. If you're bold enough to say, God, I want that, then I invite you to stand right where you're at. I don't want you to come forward yet. I want you to stand to your feet. You want God to do that for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now what's getting ready to happen is God's getting ready to heal you. God's getting ready to do something in your mind because of your commitment. But there's more here that have not stood. Some of you are still thinking about it. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe the next day. Maybe even tonight. But God's speaking to you right now. And if you're struggling with that, God wants to heal you. God wants to set you free in your mind, your emotions and your spirit. Hallelujah. I want you to raise your hands with me. We've already repented of our sins. We've already surrendered ourselves to God. Now I'm going to pray for you and God is going to set you free. Not by the power of this preacher, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. Not by the words of this speaker alone, but because of the power of the name of Jesus. Not by the holiness of this preacher, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to speak into your life and God's going to set you free in your mind, in your heart. In the name of Jesus, Father, according as you have spoken unto me to do, God, I have done what you have asked of me, Lord. And so, God, you search every heart, every mind. You know everything about us, God. And, Lord Jesus, I speak into the minds, into the hearts of men and women today by the Holy Spirit, by the power of your name, Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the authority of your word. I speak in the name of Jesus. I command the chains that bind you in your thoughts, in your emotions. I command them right now to break in Jesus' name. They have no more hold over you in the name of Jesus. I command you to be free. Be free in your mind, in your thoughts, your emotions. In the name of Jesus, that the Spirit of God would govern you. That the Spirit of God would govern your mind. That the Spirit of God would govern your emotions and your spirit in the name of Jesus. 
I command you in the name of Jesus to be free. That that has taken control over your mind, I sever it from your thoughts in the name of Jesus. That has, that has taken control of your emotions and spirit. The Lord severs it from your spirit and your emotions in the name of Jesus. Jesus set you free in the name of Jesus. I loose the healing of God to your mind. I loose the healing of God to your emotions and to your spirit in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. I want you to begin to give him thanks right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for setting me free. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you that have been standing, I want to invite you to come forward now and come up to the front of this altar. I want you to hurry and come forward. Hallelujah. It is simply the power of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It is the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Here's what I want you to do with me. As everybody comes forward that, that has been prayed for in this. I want you to begin to say the name of Jesus with me. And thank him for freeing you. Jesus. I am free. I am free. <laughs> I am free. Thank you, Jesus. I am free. I am free. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I am free in the name of Jesus. I am free in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I am free in Jesus' name. These thoughts that have plagued me will no longer plague me again. I am free in Jesus' name. The spirit of deception that has come against me, these lies that have come against me, have no power, no authority over me. I am free in Jesus' name. Jesus, you have made me free. You, Lord Jesus, have made me free. Thank you, Jesus. I am free. I am free, Jesus. I am free, Jesus. <laughs> Woo! I can feel the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, I am free. Woo! I feel the freedom of the Holy Spirit. I am free. Thank you, Jesus. I have been healed in my mind. I have been healed in my emotions, in my spirit. I am free. 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 Woo! Thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. I'm healed. Woo! When I speak His name, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus, when I speak your name, Jesus, 
I'm free. Hallelujah. I'm free. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We're in the we're in the presence of the creator of all things. The one that has the power to heal us but cannot unless we commit. The one that has the power to restore but cannot until we commit. But when you commit and you speak his name, know for certain it has happened to me. I am forever changed. Hallelujah. Now, if you need healing in your body, I want to invite everybody else to stand. You can remain staying up here. Those that are up here, you can stay up here. If you need healing in your body, I'm going to ask you to come forward. Eventually, I'm going to ask everybody to come forward. But those that need healing in your body, I want you to step forward. You want God to heal you. Hallelujah. As you're coming forward, I want you to see yourself healed. As you come forward, I want you to see yourself healed. Not by the holiness of some preacher, but by the power of the name of Jesus. By faith in Him. Woo! If you understood what was happening up here right now, if you understood that the angels of God are walking up and down in this place, if you understood that the glory of God was hovering over this place and you needed healing, then come to the front. Jesus wants to heal you. If you understood what he was doing right up here right now, it doesn't matter what the problem was in your body, you would rush up here to get your miracle. I'm waiting for a few moments. You want healing? Come forward. But as you come, I want you to see yourself healed because of the power of the gospel, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, I want you to, I want you to just be quiet just for a minute. I'm going to pray for you. When I began to pray, the healing of the Lord will begin to minister amongst you. And then as we began to pray, as I began to pray for you, I'm going to loose that healing upon you. And we're going to begin to thank God for his healing. Lord Jesus, you see every sickness. You see every ailment. You see every pain. Lord God, by the authority of your word, the power of your name, Jesus, I speak against every sickness. I speak against every pain, every ailment, every disease. I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. It has no hold over every single person at this altar in the name of Jesus Christ. Headaches that have plagued you, I command them to plague you no more. Arthritis that has ached your body, I command it to ache you no more in the name of Jesus. Heart conditions, I speak to you in the name of Jesus. I command the pain to leave you, the muscle to be strengthened, the nerves in your body to be healed, the crippling condition in your joints to leave you in the name of Jesus. I loose healing into your joints. I loose healing into your body. I command you in the name of Jesus to be healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Be healed in Jesus' name. 
I loose that to you. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. I want you to begin to thank the Lord with me. Thank you, Jesus, that I am healed. Thank you, Jesus, that I am healed. Thank you, Jesus. Begin to thank him. Thank him. In the name of Jesus, I am healed. In the name of Jesus, I am healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Some of you are waiting a little bit too long. Some of you are unsure of it. But let me have silence just for a moment. Let me have silence. Some of you have not believed it. The majority of you have not believed it. But listen to this. Close your eyes with me. Jesus. 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 <laughs> I am healed, Jesus. I am healed, Jesus. I want you to begin to speak silently to the Lord. I am healed. Thank you for healing me, Jesus. Thank you for healing me, Jesus. I am healed, Jesus. I am healed. Began to speak it in his presence. I am healed, Jesus. Jesus heals you. Jesus makes you well. I am healed, Jesus. It's the power of the name of Jesus. The power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, I want you to look at me just for a moment. This is very interesting to me. Some of you are waiting a little bit too long. Some of you are thinking perhaps hands will be laid upon me. And it will be finished. No. God's trying to show you something again today. The power of the name of Jesus Christ. He's already loose his healing, but we have to take it. So we're going to go to the next step. And that is we're going to praise him with a great shout. We are going to shake the foundations of this place with praise. You're going to take authority over the sickness in your body. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And with his stripes, it's not maybe I am healed. I am healed. Let's praise him together. Hallelujah, Jesus. I am healed by the power of the name of Jesus. I take authority over the sickness in my body. I take authority over this pain. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Woo! I feel the miraculous power of the Almighty God. Somebody has been healed. I feel it.
Somebody has been totally healed. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Okay, let me have your attention again. Joel, are we okay? I mean, Pastor uh, Wright, are we okay? <laughs> I want to find out what happened. Now, I want you to feel what has happened, what has changed. Did you have pain in your body? What was wrong? Did you have headaches, chronic headaches? What was, what was the problem? Is it gone? Feel it. Look, walk around. How do you feel, sister? You had a head injury. Now you can see clearly now? I can see. I have, like, vision problems. And I can see clearly now. God has healed you. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's the power of the name of Jesus, the power of the gospel, which has the power to change the world. Hallelujah. Who else? The pain is totally gone. Let me see your hand. You have no more pain in your body. You had pain before. The pain is gone right here. Who else? Over here, over here. Okay, I want you to test what was wrong. What has changed? Find out what has changed. Move around. What has changed in your body? Maybe you had allergies. Maybe there's something in your body that you have to test later. Hallelujah. If you have been healed, you can feel that there's a difference in your body. I want you to raise your hand. You can feel the difference in your body. Raise your hand. It's the power of the name of Jesus Christ. The power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's give thanks to God together. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now, there's one more thing that we will do before we dismiss and go and eat food. And we go to preach the gospel. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to speak freely today what God has placed on my heart. I want to invite everybody to the front, everybody that would like to come forward. Here's what's going to happen. Before you come forward, let me, let me tell you what you're committing to. <laughs> We escape the corruption that is in the world by the divine nature of God. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's not just speaking in tongues. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you will speak with tongues. But you are receiving the divine nature of Almighty God, which sets you free from the corruption that is in the world. The sin that's in the world. He sets you free by His divine nature. Every day we need to be renewed in the power of the Spirit and the nature of Almighty God. If not, the old man comes in and begins to take dominion in our lives. God wants us to be renewed in His Spirit daily. Amen? If you've never received the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues, God wants to fill you with His Spirit today. If you have received the Holy Spirit, God wants to renew you with His Holy Spirit today. Amen? Amen? So this is what we're committing to. This is what the Lord has given me for the final instructions. And if you want to be a partaker of that, if you want that, I want you to come forward. Everybody that wants to be renewed in the Spirit or receive the Holy Spirit for the first time, I want you to come forward. Get as close as you can. No pressure. <laughs> okay, maybe a little bit. Ha, 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 ha.
Are we okay, Pastor? Everybody that wants it. I see some preachers back there that are not coming forward. Get up here right now. Hallelujah. You want to be renewed in the power of the Spirit of God. You're saying, I don't want to be the same way I used to be. I want to live in the power of the Spirit of God daily. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want everybody to get up here that wants to be up here. In just a few moments, the Lord is going to pour out His Spirit again. Like the day of Pentecost. Like my own personal Pentecost. Every single day we can have this. We need to have it. Hallelujah. All right, everybody up here that wants to be up here? Wonderful. Now, who here has never received the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues before? Can I see your hand? You've never? Okay, over here. Anybody else? Over here? Over here? Okay. You that have never spoken in tongues before, I want you to come right over here in front of me, if you will. You've never spoken in tongues, and you want the Holy Spirit for the first time, come over here. Don't be shy. Anybody? Okay, wonderful. Give me five. This is wonderful. I love it. I am so addicted to this. It's great. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Over here? Okay. Men of God, I need your help. In just a few moments, I want you to stretch out your hands over the audience and pray with me. And everyone, we're going to participate in this. But you all, I am so excited about this. You, you've never, you want the Holy Spirit for sure? Sister, you want it for sure? Okay. And you too, sister? And you as well? Okay, it's very easy. We've all repented of our sins, yes? We've asked God to forgive us of all of our sins. Have we surrendered our will to God? My will, God, I give to you. Now, if I began to pray and I began to pray in my own native language, in English, which is English, I can speak in Russian if you'd like. But if I'm controlling my speech, who's in control? Me. But if I began to pray in the Spirit, I have allowed God to take control of my life, and that's when He baptized you with the Holy Spirit. So in just a moment, we're going to raise our hands. You know why we raise our hands? Because if I was a robber, which I'm not, and I said, give me your money, what would you do? You'd raise your hands and surrender. So we surrender to God, don't we? What's your name? Who? Charlie, that's a cool name. And so we surrender to God. And then we raise our head to God. You know why we raise our head? With confidence. We are confident God's going to baptize us with the Holy Spirit. If you start bowing your head, it means you're ashamed of something in your life. Raise your head with confidence, yes? We will raise our hands up high. We won't just keep them low. We'll raise them high. We open up our hearts completely to God. We'll begin to say hallelujah. You can say hallelujah two or three times. That's it, okay? Let's make a deal. That's it. You know why? Sometimes we get stuck in it. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And we get stuck in it and we don't pray in the Spirit. The goal here is to pray in the Holy Ghost, to let God have control of our lives. And that's where His divine nature takes control of our lives, and He sets us free. Okay? We're all going to do it together, so no, that's not going to be too scary. I'm even going to do it. 
And so we're going to pray in the Holy Spirit. Ministers, if you'll stand and you'll stretch out your hand over the audience, I want, to, I want you to pray with me. When we say receive the Holy Spirit, yes, I want you to begin to say hallelujah only two or three times. Agreed? Only two or three times. Agreed, Charlie? What are we going to do after that? We're going to pray in the Spirit. Well, what's it going to sound like? Well, I don't know. But as you surrender yourself to completely to God and you begin to pray in the Spirit, words will start coming out you don't understand. You let God do that. You speak loudly to God and let Him take control. But if you're taking control and speaking and forcing yourself to speak English, you won't pray in the Spirit. You won't receive the Holy Spirit. So it's as simple as your commitment to God. You're going to say hallelujah two or three times. After that, you're going to pray in the Spirit. It'll be very easy. And the Spirit of God will fill you full of His Spirit. And we're all going to do that. In just a moment, I'm going to speak the word of faith. And I'm going to say, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I want everybody to begin to shout hallelujah. You can shout hallelujah two or three times. After that, I want you to pray in the Spirit. Yes? Everybody agree with that? This is the work of the Holy Spirit. Not the holiness of some man. It is the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody raise your hands out there. Everybody, I would like you to participate with me as well. Because who knows, God may fill you with the Holy Ghost out there. Ministers, if you'll repeat after me. By the authority of the word of God. By the power of the name of Jesus Christ. To bring glory and honor unto Jesus Christ. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus name. Now begin to shout hallelujah. 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 Now pray in the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, yes. That's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Jesus. Be filled with the Spirit. Receive the Holy Ghost. No more English, no Spanish. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Lay your hand upon somebody next. You begin to pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Hallelujah. No English. Pray in the Spirit. Woo! Pray in the Holy Ghost. You won't understand the words coming out. It's the Holy Spirit. One speaking in tongues over here. Another one over here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Pray in the Spirit. Pray with somebody in the Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Woo! Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Jesus.